Hello everyone and welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I'm Hannah and I have some wonderful things I want to share today. Um, It's currently midnight and I should be asleep, especially since I'm planning on waking up early tomorrow and going to church. However, I have just been having so much on my mind that I wanted to share. So I said, why not? I said, what the hey? Go ahead, little dude, do it. And so <laughs> I just decided to do it. Um, but yeah, I want to also say really quickly, really briefly, that I decided I'm not going to do the intros anymore, like the pre-recorded intros, because my best friend said that she likes it better when I do organic intros. So I'll be doing... The just speaking in the intro every time. That way it sounds more organic and it flows more with what I'm talking about. And then also I want to pray before we get in really quickly. So dear God, thank you for bringing us here today and allowing us to experience such a great day. Lord, we thank you for all of the wonderful inspiration that has currently been uplifting my heart. And I pray that you allow me to find personal application as well as wonderful ways to admire and appreciate the people that have inspired me in my lifetime. And I pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Okay, y'all listen. I have been inspired recently by so many creative people like it's honestly insane how many how many people I genuinely can say like these people are amazing like they're just they're in their bag that's the only way I can describe it and I was literally writing about this earlier but I said they are like all these people that I'm about to list out are uniquely themselves. They are the literal definitions of being in your bag. Like when you look up the term in the Urban Dictionary, what in my bag means, these people pop up as synonyms because they're just literally like, okay, don't fact check me, don't fact check me. Um, just trust me. But <laughs> they are literally the definition, I feel like, of what it means to be in your bag. Like they are doing, they are like, you know how like you just find something that fits you and you do it and you're like, whoa, like that was really cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what these people are to me. These people have found what they do best and they're doing it so well. And so I can't wait to share all of these people with you. Okay. Basically, if I put y'all on to some people, great. Um, I know that Kamari probably already knows literally all of these people because these are the people that we constantly share to one another and so these are the people that have just had a a large impact in our lives and you know what one thing that Kamari said today she said what is something that you are doing today that you're going to want to remember that you did or listened to or were inspired by you know, a couple months from now. And she said that because there was a particular couple that we used to listen to on um, called the Walk in Love podcast. And we used to listen to them literally like in spring, I think it was spring 2020. We were on them heavy, bro. We listened to them so much. And now I look back and I don't really listen to them as much. Or there's a lot of artists that, that the same, that's the same thing as well, is that like, 
I would literally rock with them so heavy in one semester or one season. And then I will completely forget like a couple months later that I even really rocked with them that heavy. And so these are the people that I really want to remember that like I heavily rock with. Um, and I just want to share them with you. So I am also going to share the things that I love about them. Now, this may be extenuous or this may be a little bit um, lengthy. I don't know how lengthy, but it's something that I just really feel on my heart I want to do because I just have so much love to give. Like, I I love love. I love loving people. I love loving things. I love love. I love feeling loved. I love loving others. I love being loved. And I just want to share how much I love these people because even though I don't know them and even though I know that they're flawed human beings, it's just something about you doing what you're designed to do that is just so beautiful to me it is so beautiful to see the way that god orchestrates people's lives in order for them to have the impact and the influence that they have it is so beautiful for me to see the way that god's beautiful light shines through each and every one of these individuals in their families and their communities and it just inspires me to to reflect that same thing in my own personal life and in my family and it makes me want to commit now to becoming the person I need to be in Christ so that as I get older and I have more of an influence in my family as I start having my own children etc those are areas in which I want to be able to shine Christ's light brighter through me and I want to have a an impact in the lives of those around me um that is truly beyond myself and i think that that's what these people i know i keep talking about this girl y'all probably sit over there like girl get to it like start talking about them list them out but like <laughs> here we are here we are but these people i feel like have just inspired me in different ways to draw closer to god and i know you know you can look at these people and judge do they really know god do they not really know whatever whatever but all of them have a relationship with god i can say i don't know the extent and that's not my place to judge the extent of the relationship that they have with god but their relationships with god all are expressed in different ways right so it looks different for every person and so i really can't judge the heart posture of these people all i know is that because of them there have been many different perspectives of God or different angles of God's work that I have seen and I have been in constantly inspired by and even more enthralled and in love with God. And so the first person I want to share, I don't know who came in first. Honestly, a lot of these people, it was like I kind of saw them, like kind of lingered around a little bit. And then I was like, ah, I'm not really interested. And then I kind of left the scene. And then next thing you know, I'm back full force. So I'm going to save the recent one for later. But I'll start. I honestly want to start with Tabitha Brown and her family. So Tabitha Brown is a woman who I just Auntie Tab. That's Auntie Tab. That's all I can say. Auntie Tab. She stays bringing wisdom. She stays bringing great advice. She reminds me a lot of my Titi Sonia. And I love my Titi Sonia. And so it's just so funny because like they, they talk in very similar ways, very similar mannerisms. It's great. But Tabitha Brown is somebody who I'm constantly inspired by because she's just really honest and transparent. She's somebody who... um 
who allows God to speak through her as a vessel. And I love when she gives kind of like um, just advice or just encouragement to people because it's often needed. Like in those moments, it's often things that I need to hear or be reminded of. And it just feels like my, it feels like she's just speaking the same words that my mom has spoken to me. And it's a great reminder of like what I've already been taught and kind of raised on. And a lot, of, all these people are from the culture. All these people are from the culture. So I think that's also partially why I love them so much because I can relate to them so much. But Tabitha Brown is somebody who is doing fantastic things she has amazing impact right now and i just love it i love um the tab and chance that she did a lot with her and her husband chance and they would often have like these little kind of like uh videos where they just be laughing and joking and just doing a lot of fun things together and talking about a lot of fun uh topics but also some serious topics sometimes too sometimes doing mukbangs and it was just really interesting stuff to watch i remember there was a season in my life where i just binge watched a lot of their content and i will um i need to keep a list of what i need to link because this is gonna and if, i'm sorry if i'm going in and out in and out because i don't have my headphones but um this is going to be an extensive list. So I definitely am going to leak the tab and chance um, videos because I've found a lot of them to be funny. Um, and yeah, I really love that because I just love I love the way that he loves her and I love the way that she loves him. And I, I love the way that God orchestrated their story in order for it to have the impact that it has and in order for it to be as purposeful as it is um i think that is beautiful and i think that it, it constantly reminds me to simply be patient um not just waiting because waiting you can wait impatiently you can wait frustrated you can wait annoyed you can wait mad you can wait being while being upset but patience denotes not being upset or impatient or um annoyed while you're waiting it's like it's like waiting with a a hopeful expectation and an optimistic outlook i think is what patience is patience is enduring that without an attitude essentially and so it makes me say to myself like okay god this is what i want to to see in my relationship with um a husband but I'm willing to wait and not try to rush into this. You know what I mean? Like I'm willing to wait and become and, and be patient and become the person that I need to become in order to sustain a relationship like that. And so I love Tab and Chance. And they're just genuinely funny people. Like all of the people I'm listing today, I just find them humorous. Like it's just something about them in the way that they talk and the things that they do that just cracks me up. And I love to laugh. Like laughing, I think the girl, not me being a little slogan live, laugh, love, but <laughs> I literally love to live and to laugh and to love. Like <laughs> get out of here, get out of here. But no, but I love to laugh. Like that is one of my favorite things to do, honestly. Like, if you can make me laugh, I feel like you have a close place in my heart. And so Tab and Chance definitely make me laugh. And um, they have a really cool banter that they do that's just really funny. You can tell that they are good friends, even while being, like, husband and wife. They're, you can tell that they're good friends. Um, and I like that. I like that for them. Um, and then also, I really like... Um, 
her daughter choice who's so funny and choice cracks me up because choice has a way of acting like i feel like choice is like really like stepping into the role of an actor honestly so she has this way of just jumping into these characters that are so humorous and kind of like I don't know, kind of like airy, kind of like a little bit pretentious, but it's like really funny. And you know, she's joking. So it's not like she's coming off actually pretentious, but it's like just really funny. And I love it. I love the connection between um, Tab and her daughter Choice. I think that that's like a really uh, cool connection. And it kind of reminds me of me and my mom, because my mom and I often get into like little banters and we just get into these silly moments where it's kind of just like, you know what I mean? We're just going back and forth in a funny way. And so when Tab was doing, I think Mondays with Choice or or Very Good Mondays was what it was called. It was called Very Good Mondays. They had like these little series of Very Good Mondays that they were doing. And those things were so funny. Like, I mean, and they also had a lot of really cool products that they were highlighting, but those things were very, very funny. Um, So I think that what I'm coming to is my favorite type of content is number one, funny, I'm just going to write this as I go along so I can have a comprehensive list of like what the type of content is that I like to look at. Also, another thing that I really like about Tab is that during her Very Good Mondays, um, she would also be highlighting other art or other artists other like creators just in general whether they were content creators whether they were creators like of different crafts and things of that nature she would be highlighting them through her content um of very good mondays and i really appreciate that because first of all and they weren't just creators they were black creators which i love because we need to uplift the community um i think that's point number two funny but also community it's something about uplifting one another um that's just really empowering to me to see that there are people in such um influential positions wanting to help out other people so that everybody can be on the come up it's just something about that that just inspires me and that causes me to constantly want to pursue that as well to be like it's not just my success it's not just the success of my family but it's the success of those around us that's actually going to contribute to change and so I really love what they do um as a family what they do as individuals even chance like you know he he's not really in the like content side of things but he even has his own things that he does like basketball I think he has like a um camp that he does with children or something along the lines of that I'm not entirely sure but like each person doing their own thing as individuals doing their own callings as individuals but then also able to come together for like this collective calling um which is uplifting one another and uplifting the community and that's just something that I find so beautiful and then on top of that um tab just doing great things like having her own seasonings creating her own book literally creating an entire kids show like I actually watched the kids show and I loved it like okay let me tell you something let me listen 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 you know it's one thing to make seasonings it's one thing to make a book but when you make a a literal children's show like with YouTube she's partnered with YouTube they are doing it's a YouTube original so it's legit She's literally made a kid's show. But let me tell you something. She has maintained her character. 
like her individual character not like a false character that she's made up but she's like maintained her individual character as tabitha brown she has maintained that through her own show and so literally she's in the show like in this children's show saying the same stuff that the same slogans that she says while she's doing her own youtube videos and so she's like at the end of every every one of the videos she's like now go on about your business or go on about your day if you can't have a great day uh don't go messing up nobody else's you know her little phrase that she says at the end of every video and i just thought that was so amazing like i've never seen that in a kid's show before where someone is able to be as authentically black as she is like a lot of times it's black but it might be like whitewashed or it might just be watered down to some degree but for her to be able to just be genuinely herself and and still maintaining that while also being able to like relate to children i just love it and then the actual thing that i that i find really interesting about the show too is the emphasis on like healthy eating and healthy lifestyles like basically healthy habits of trying to teach students and children just what it looks like to have a healthy you know meal or what it looks like to grow vegetables things of that nature because we need to know this this needs to be known like i think that's one of the most important things is is not just learning just for the sake of learning but actually learning for the sake of developing healthy habits and i think that that's a really great way of introducing that and each one of the shows has a different theme that it's talking about and so you can kind of see that theme intertwined throughout everything and that's another thing let me write that down as point number three storytelling that is what tabitha brown does a great job at this is gonna be a long one guys i'm only on tabitha brown and it's already been 17 minutes okay <laughs> bear with me bear with me um but yes okay so basically storytelling just has such a special place in my heart like literally the art of storytelling in various mediums and various modalities has been plaguing my mind recently with just joy not that sounds so weird to plague your mind with joy has been um overflowing my mind with joy <laughs> that's a better way of phrasing it because plaguing my mind sounds like somebody dying so <laughs> i don't know if i like that one but no okay Anywho, I'm really excited. I'm like really, really loud right now. Oh, okay. I don't know if y'all could tell, but I'm actually yelling. So maybe I should calm down. But no, the way that... So Tab not only does storytelling within her own individual life, within her own individual videos, but she also does a lot of really great storytelling through the kids show. And you can tell that there's a lot of intentionality put behind the way that they're orchestrating various scenes, the way that they're orchestrating various activities that are done within the show. And I find that very beautiful. I'm also going to link the kids show as well um, so that you all can kind of take a look at that if you would like to personally i really loved it and i thought that it was great and i think that every topic that they talk about it's it's interesting how they tie those topics into one another i literally sat there and watched the first episode and i was so i was moved as a 19 year old like adult i was moved and i was like wow this is something that i need in my life <laughs> and so if i thought that then i hope that you are you all are able to glean something out of that as well so as far as Tabitha Brown, things that I love about her channel, I love that she is just uniquely and authentically herself. Like, she doesn't try to be anyone else. Um, that's another thing I want to write down. Uniquely and authentically yourself. Specifically her black self. Because I think sometimes 
we shy away from shedding light on our blackness. And and she does a great job of being fully herself and fully black. And I love that. Um, so things that I love about Tabitha Brown's channel, I love that she is hilariously funny. She gives me grandma, auntie, like, you know what I mean? Like vibes. She gives me that one auntie in church that always encouraging you like is she ain't your real auntie but she your play auntie like that's what she gives me um and I love it I love it I love it I love it I love that she calls her hair Donna and that I literally heard like I was watching Karen's YouTube video one day um who's another wonderful uh creative person I love but I was watching Karen's video one day and she was like talking about she was doing her hair in that video and she was talking about Tabitha Brown and I just love when like things connect and the people that I love to watch also watch other people that I love to watch or they know other people that I love to watch and it's just like it feels like Disney crossovers all over again it feels like when you know they had the um like those moments where it's like two different shows and they crossed over or whatever like those are the best like the good luck charlie and the shake it up crossover one of the best crossovers in disney channel history i have to say i don't know many other crossovers because i don't remember them but that's the one that comes to mind that i remember being one of the best so not only is her channel funny not only is she authentically and uniquely herself but then also she uplifts her community which is both her I heard something and I thought I, I got scared for a minute, but it's not only her immediate family, but also just the community around her, other people that she's able to uplift and, and kind of bring up with her as she's on the rise. Um, and then I like that it's not a dog eat dog world out here that like, you know, they always want to convince you like you got to get it where you got to get it and you got to cut people off and you got to do this and you got to do that. And you got to you got to make sure everybody else falling down so that you can stand up like no she's very much a person who is uplifting other people as she as is getting uplifted as well and the way that she story tells throughout her um different content that she produces is something that i find very beautiful very wonderful and i'm very appreciative of her content she's inspirational she's encouraging her stuff is wonderful to watch very entertaining um like i said i'll have links for that below but also i just love her um and I like that her stuff is spirit led. I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay. I'm on my third closing. Um, <laughs> I like that her stuff is spirit led too, that you could tell that she's a believer and you could tell that she has a relationship with God. And that's the same thing with all of these people that I'm about to mention is that all of them, I just really have been blessed with the content that I've been watching recently because all of them have, girl, I'm sorry, yeah. I keep hearing noises. And I'm at I'm at home. And I don't like hearing noises like that. <laughs> okay. I don't like hearing noises when it's supposed to be everybody's supposed to be asleep and I'm hearing noises. Maybe that's what people think about me too. Anywho. Um, but I love watching content creators who are spirit led, whose content is wholesome. That's number five. Point number five is wholesome. I love content that is wholesome, that it makes you feel uplifted and it doesn't make you feel like you're dragging down, you know, being dragged down. All right. The second person that I want to talk about today is Kev on stage. His family, 
his community, his content is wonderful. I love Kev on stage. I think I was introduced to Kev on stage a couple of years ago, I want to say. And he is one of the funniest creators I think I've ever seen. The things that he says are just humorous. Like, I don't know how he comes up with this stuff, but he's a comedian. What can I say? He's a comedian. And he just does hilarious things. Also, I want to say real quick, I'm so proud of Tabitha Brown because she's an actor and she, you know, has her own show now. And I just think that that's so dope. And I'm so proud of her. So I just wanted to, to say shout out to Auntie Tab for doing what she's doing and making big moves. But also Kev on stage is making big moves too. It's like he has this whole Kev on stage studios, an entire app that he is running. And it's just so cool to see a black man being able to do what he does like doing that and committing to that and saying this is the vision I have and I'm gonna see it out and I think that that's beautiful and I just am always inspired by him and the content that he produces and the things that he does it just inspires me to to see my vision and to go for it because I think that a lot of times we really don't um recognize how tangible our visions actually are like it is it is hard but they're actually more tangible than we we think when you really put the pedal to the metal and um you put your mind to the grind as toby (laughs) as toby said um that's a quote from a video i was watching earlier today with toby i don't know how to pronounce his last name and i'm so sorry because he said it in one of his songs and i tried to i tried to learn it and it's like, I just feel bad that I don't even know how to say his last name. But um, I'll talk about him later. In a, in later. But he said, when you put your pedal to the metal and you put your mind to the grind. And so Kev on stage has put his pedal to the metal and his mind to the grind. Like Kev on stage has done, I call him Kev for short. You know, all of us who are uh, inclusive, included in that little exclusive group. You know, we all call him Kev around, around the studio. <laughs> but no. Like, Kev is somebody who really just gets it done. Like, you can see the determination in him. You can see the dedication in him to just, like, say, this is what I desire to see. This is what I feel like I want to do, and I'm going to do it. You know, he wanted to do a food tour, and he said that... um that Food Network wouldn't give him a show that he could do. You know, he had these various ideas of what he wanted to do and they wouldn't give him a show because they said that the audience that he was trying to pertain to wasn't going to be an audience. They said that the what he was trying to pitch was not going to match the audience that they had. And so lo and behold, the man goes out and makes his own entire, like, sh- like his own entire show and he's doing really great things that similar to tabitha brown is uplifting the community so he's going around to these different places i remember one episode i watched he literally went to um this like black owned um zero waste shop and and i was just like oh my gosh and and him going around to these different black owned restaurants and these different black owned shops and and actually videoing it and showing this trip that he's taking it's not only cool for him to be able to go take these trips and especially with angel and to hear it's not only cool for that but it's also cool that he's uplifting other black creators and other black people in the community in order to highlight them and to say like these are people that you can keep an eye out for. So when you're in this place or whenever you're looking for this type of product, 
here you go. Because no one else is giving us that that stage to 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 put our stuff on. And so I think it's really cool when he does that. And he is kept on stage after all. So, you know, he knows a thing or two about stages. Um <laughs> he is also very funny. He's also uplifting the community. He does a wonderful job storytelling. I think that through his comedy, he has a very unique gift of of telling stories and he has a way of hitting it right at the right spot for it to be like bam you know what I mean and you just you rolled over in laughter especially the way that him and his community of comedians are like they just bounce off of one another bounce off of one another bounce off of one another it's the funniest thing and I love to like see them just bounce off of each other's jokes because they are genuinely funny people especially okay when you get the OGs in the room, when you get Meg and Pat and Kev and to hear in a room together, like, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That stuff be the funniest stuff in the world, bro. Especially with Pat there. Like, Pat's funny, hands down. And I just love all of the group of comedians that they have. Like, they just, they have an art. That's why it's their craft. I mean, hey, they have an art for a reason. And so I'm definitely going to link some Kev videos. Um, I think I want to link the most recent one I watched because that one was really funny. Um, It was a podcast, but it was really humorous and i'll try to find some other videos of just really cool stuff that he's doing um that i would want to share it so that you guys can see kind of what i've been enjoying watching from him um and i love his relationships too like i love his love for his wife and one thing that i'm noticing too is that like the spousal support like i'm noticing that with all of the people that i have fallen in love with for the most part except for two people that that i know of they have the support of their spouse and it's just really beautiful to see that these people are so committed to one another that they're committed to the vision that that person has like I think of Kev and I think about how his wife is so committed to helping him see his vision through and I think that it's just so beautiful that it's like a family affair that it's like something that they're doing together it's not like oh this is your separate thing this is my separate thing but it's like we're working together in order to achieve this common vision and we may have different ways of expressing how we're going to accomplish this common vision but at the end of the day we have the same goal and I think that that's so cool and um Melissa who goes by the stage name Miss Kev on stage she is so funny and she's also very wise like she just has a very unique way of looking at situations especially when she's giving advice has a very unique way of looking at situations that I think is very profitable for a lot of people like it's very beneficial to hear somebody with such sound reasoning and such sound understanding discernment is really what it is I think I think it's discernment to be able to think about things that certain way that she does um and so when she's doing doing like the love I think it's love hour podcast um it's really cool to see the different ways that she um thinks about certain situations or difficulties or issues so I'll also link that too um I'll try to find one of the love hour podcasts I've listened to if not I can do the one that I saw her collab with um belief in fatherhood and that's actually where we're going next so kev on stage big ups to you man you're doing great things i love the way that he has 
um, just constantly inspired me to find joy in various situations and to not take everything so seriously, but to just enjoy life. Um, so big ups to you. All right, on to belief in fatherhood. So actually, before I jump into that, I just want to say that Kev and so Kev and his wife, Melissa, and then um, belief in fatherhood, which is like the, the name of the channel, but it's actually his name is Glenn and his wife's name is um, Yvette. And Yvette actually has her own podcast called um, Miss Melanin, like her own stage name is Miss Melanin. But then they have a podcast together called How Married Are You? And so on one of their podcasts, How Married Are You? Um, Kev and Melissa and then Glenn and Yvette all got together and they did this wonderful collab which was a very funny video and it was about like um like ugly ain't forever or something like that it was just so funny um but it was a good podcast and it just brings me to the point of how much I love belief in fatherhood. Now, Tabitha Brown has been somebody I've been with for a while. Kev on stage has been somebody I've been with for a while. Belief in fatherhood with Glenn and Yvette actually was somebody that I had started out watching, but then I kind of lost interest in them. Like I had started out watching them a couple years ago around the same time that I had started watching um, Kev on stage and Tabitha Brown. However, I got a little bit disinterested because I was like, well, this doesn't really apply to the season that I'm in. And it was necessarily entertaining because the thing with different content is that like with tab it's like her content is mostly like cooking encouragement humor right so it comes in different mediums like sometimes she's with her family sometimes she's just with her husband sometimes she's just with her daughter but i it's not like a family channel with kev on stage it's not really a family channel like his kids are not really they're in it every now and then but they're not like the main focus of it whereas with belief in fatherhood his kids are the main focus of it and it's a, entirely a family channel and so when I first was introduced to it, I wasn't that interested in it because I was like, well, you know, it's more of a family channel, like I'm not too big on family channels. OK, but like it's just I've recently for the past couple of months, I think it started in December, honestly, when I was on Christmas break, started watching his channel again. And I literally fell in love. Like when I kid you not, I fell like I tripped over the edge of my slides and fell and face planted right on the ground. I fell in love with Belief in Fatherhood's channel again because it's just something about the channel that just amazes me. And it goes back to the same point again. It's funny. It's community uplifting. It, they're storytelling unique and um, authentically being themselves. And it's wholesome. One thing that I really love about the channel is that Glenn is such a intentional father and intentional husband he's not perfect but he's intentional and so is his wife they are very intentional in being good parents to their children and intentional about bringing up things that might be difficult or that might be hard and i remember one of the videos that actually got me reintroduced to him again and i'm gonna link that as well was the um racial tension one where basically they were on the playground and the nanny that was with their children took a a, a video of something that they experienced while on the playground and it was basically a, i think it was a kid saying like I don't like black people or black people are bad or something along the lines of having to do with race. And that was something that was really hurtful to the kids. And it really made them feel bad about themselves. And so 
I remember watching this video and as they were talking, Glenn and Yvette were talking to their sons. Their their sons' names are Theo and Uriah, um, but they also have two other children, one named Anaya and then also Uzi. Those are the youngest. And so literally when they were in this moment of feeling so horrible in the skin that they are in like they felt bad about themselves because of this child on the playground who made them feel bad about themselves in that moment they were like dad can we read that book that you were reading to us the other day and he pulled out the book Solway by um Lupita Nyong'o and I was like oh my god and they started reading it and it literally made them feel so good about the skin that they're in um and for being black boys and it's just a channel that is honestly so life-giving is really what it is like I can't express enough how much I really love watching this channel it gives me a lot of inspiration as a teacher on what to do especially since Yvette was actually a teacher as well so it gives me a lot of inspiration on what to do and kind of ideas for teaching um but also it's just something that is just so you could tell that it's so heartfelt and that their love for their children is genuine. Their children's love for them is genuine. And it's just a very beautiful family community that they've cultivated. Um, I think that God has really shown himself in their in their relationships with one another and the way that they treat one another. Um, another thing that is, is amazing to me is how honest they are. Like they are just very um, transparent. And I think that that's something else that I appreciate about channels is when you're just transparent like everything's not going to be perfect everything's not going to be great but when you are transparent about what's going on it's just really cool to see and I think that the creative direction of everything is just beautiful I mean Glenn has a wonderful way of storytelling through video and through creating music and um it's really cool to see the way that he connects his music to his videos. So there are certain parts of the videos where he, through his music, actually retells that part of the story or kind of describes that part of the story or that part of the video through music. And so there'll be various moments in which a song will come on that he actually created. And it's really interesting to see how he uses his talents kind of to gather in a in a collaborative sense in order to create this collective whole that tells a beautiful story. And a lot of his videos also have a theme. They're very thematic and they're very thought through. You can tell that he kind of sequenced what he was saying slash how he was kind of going through it. And so it's it's got a purpose. It's got a direction toward it and I think that the creative direction is something else that I really love is are you able to guide me to where I need to see your vision and see what you're thinking and how you're thinking about it and I want to see that in a creative way I want to see the process that's going on inside of your brain but in a in a in a creative and beautiful way and I think he does a great job of that he does a great job of being himself and not feeling like he has to um change what he's doing to match what other people are doing like I honestly have never seen someone who creates music specifically for his videos or specifically for like a, a moment in time to capture a memory that's exactly what it is he creates music to capture a memory and I love that like I know that Toby does the same thing but 
um in a different way in a slightly different way but it's just really cool to see that like belief or not belief his not, name is not belief but his name is glenn but um it's really cool to see the way that glenn uses music to capture a memory and takes that memory and just i don't know just forms it into something that we're all able to see the the genuineness behind it it's really cool it's really cool and it's really wholesome content too and their kids are actually funny like i have found myself on numerous occasions genuinely laughing like it's not even like a fake chuckle or like oh that was funny that a kid said that but no it's genuine like i don't know what these kids are on but they are funny and um I really love the way that they're raising their kids. It honestly reminds me of the way that I was raised. And so it's kind of like looking at a sneak peek of, or not a sneak peek, but it's kind of like looking back to kind of how I was as a kid. Cause you know, like we didn't really like video my life growing up or, you know, have a lot of, like we have pictures and stuff like that, but like we didn't really video it. And so it's kind of cool to see the way that they act and be like, I feel like me and my siblings acted very similarly to this. And I think that that's why I really love their channel too, is because I can kind of see how my family kind of reflects similar things that they do. Um, and I can also see how in the future I would want to develop and cultivate a family very similarly to theirs, not the exact same way, but in my own light. But I really want to develop a family that is honest and transparent and is authentic and wholesome and wholeheartedly uplifting each other. And I, I really want a family that um, I have a family currently, but when I you know have my own children, want to develop a family that really focuses on uniquely being our own black selves like i think that that's something that's so beautifully illustrated through their content is that they don't really bend their blackness but they really focus on affirming and encouraging their children in their blackness and i think that that's something that's much needed especially since black children are often misrepresented or underrepresented and i think that it's beautiful to be able to give your children the resources and the encouragement and the verbal affirmations that this is who you are you are not who these people say you are and i think that they also do a very good well a uh, very good well a what <laughs> they do a what um they do a very good job of talking to their children about very honest topics like topics that are very taboo that you would normally be like oh my gosh why did they just say that or why would they tell their children that but when you really think about it like this is the time for you to be telling your children if you're not if you're not telling your children someone else is going to tell your children if you're not telling them this they're going to learn it some other way and so i just think that that's cool that they have that very like straight up kind of mindset about teaching their children about certain things like your body parts and the fact that it is called a vagina and it you know like things like that like i think that that is like very like it's often seen as taboo but i think that it's very interesting that they choose to do that but they also talk a lot about like racial tensions like i remember they shared with their sons what it's like to be black in america and i thought that the way that they did it the delivery of it was very beautiful i think that Yvette started out by first asking her sons, um, like, tell me about yourself. And she asked them, she said, what qualities do you know about yourself? And then they started listening off some stuff and she kind of helped them out here and there, guiding them toward where she wanted to go with the conversation. And she mentioned to them, she was like, well, we all know that you are smart, that you are intelligent. We know that you are funny. We all know as your family that you are 
a kind and loving and loyal person, that you are a leader. She was like, but there's a lot of people who are going to look at you from the outside. And because of the color of your skin, they're not going to see you that way. They're going to judge you. They're going to assume things about you because they do not know you. And I just thought that was such a beautiful way of putting what it's like to be black in America. Like that's genuinely what it is. It was a great way of addressing that with children who might not fully understand, but are trying to develop an understanding. And so things like that are things that I really love about their channel. And so I'll definitely link those videos, the specific videos that I mentioned, but also just any other videos that I want to um, include as well, especially the Grinch one. When they did a prank on their children, and they acted like the Grinch stole the the kids' Christmas gifts and they had their kids go on a scavenger hunt to find their gifts. That was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my life. Just the whole concept of tricking your kids on Christmas. Like, I don't know. It was just so funny. And the way that like, okay, when you get to the video, the way that Uriah was beating up, like literally beating up the Grinch it was screaming, you stole my presents. Like that was the most funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. You cannot tell me when you watch that, that that's not funny. Like you, <laughs> you would be a straight up liar if you sat there and told me that that was not funny. And so to Glenn and to Yvette and even to Theo and Uriah and Anaya and Uzi, you guys have been such an influence in my life. I really appreciate the ways in which they as a family but also as individuals have just contributed to me um and giving me giving me things to to really enjoy and to think on and to really reflect on um yeah they have a lot of really great content a lot of really great um things that they share in their content things that they talk about and just ideas that they have and i think that it's very beautiful um and very wonderfully done so i appreciate it i appreciate it i appreciate it girl it's only been it's already been 45 minutes and i'm only on the third one okay on to the next one um another group of oh and another thing i want to say is something that i've been seeing too is just the whole aspect of community like the fact that tabitha brown has around her people who have similar mindsets similar goals is really cool to me Kev on stage has similar people around him with similar mindsets, similar goals. He knows that the people around him are comedians. Not everybody's a comedian, but he's surrounding himself with people who are in the comedy industry, who are in the entertainment industry, who are wanting to further this vision that they all have. Right. And I just think that that's how you grow best. You grow best when you're in an environment where people are like minded, where they have that same mindset of like, we want to do this for this reason. And I think that that's really cool. All right. On to um, Jackie Hill and Preston Perry. The Perrys. The Perrys. When I tell you the impact the Perrys have had on my life, I kid you not. I love Jackie and I love Preston and I love them little kids. I love Sage. I love Eden. I love... um now I done blanked on her name. Girl, I, I see her face in my mind, but I forgot her name. The other little girl that they have too, I forgot her name. Eden, Autumn, Autumn, Eden, and um Sage. And they actually got a new kid on the way. They got a new kid on the way. Um, But it's just really, really cool. The content that they produce, I'm, I'm going to just be like a broken record, guys, because I'm finding that every single 
creator that I love all has a lot of very thing, very similar things in common. But um, I just love the way that they are just so humorous. Like they have this type of humor that's just really unique. Like with Kev, it's like Christian adjacent kind of humor. With Tab, it's kind of like grandma, like auntie humor. It's really funny, but it's like, you know, kind of something that you feel like you would hear from like a grandma or something like just kind of like an older relative that you like really look up to. And with the Perry's, it's just like this. They have this way of taking the word of God and just using it in such a funny way. Like I remember they had a video on Instagram that Kamari had sent me on their story that um, basically their two youngest, their two daughters had on wigs and they was running around the house with these little wigs on. And uh, it was so funny because <coughs> Jackie put in the comments, she said, Mary, don't you weep. Martha, don't you don't you moan. And um, if you grew up in a black church, you you might have heard this song. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. And it's like, I, I forgot how the rhythm goes, but it's a song. Basically, if you've grown up in a black church, you've heard it. We all know it. Okay. So basically that's where she was drawing that from. And it's just so funny. I just love church humor. I love when people are able to draw from scriptural references or from hymnal references or just from references of songs in general, be able to pull that out and hit you with it in such a funny way. Like it's something to be a comedian, but it's something to be a really good jokester with the word of god like not taking the word of god lightly but like also recognizing that god is a, a god of humor like he wants things to be funny and joyful and when people are able to take the word of god and just like apply it in different situations to make things funny it just makes me laugh so much and that's what they do a really good job of i don't really know how to phrase it the best thing but what i can do is i can link the exact video that i know reflects this and that is their video of the baby shower i stand by this video so much um literally because this video is like it is a staple it is a staple in the hannah household and i remember kamari and i just literally like falling in love with them and their friends and their their family after watching this baby shower video because it was just so humorous and it was just so good and wholesome and it made me say i want to have that one day in my own light and so basically jackie and preston are like husband and wife and you know they've got kids and stuff like that and they're actually poets and they are um they do a lot of different things so jackie has books out she also does sermons and and kind of preaches and stuff like that she has songs out as well is featured on a couple of different albums and i'm very proud of her because she's just a woman who's out here just doing things like she's so talented she's a talented speaker a talented writer a talented um artist like lyricist she's just really good at what she does she's in her bag as you know, I mentioned earlier, all these people are in their bag, bro. They are so good at what they do. And it just makes me say, dang, like, I want to be that good at what I do. Like teaching, I want to be that good at teaching that people can look at it and be like, yo, she's in her bag. Like, that's her thing. You know what I mean? And it's just really cool. 
So I love seeing Jackie. She's really, really eloquent, a very great speaker. And she speaks with such a, a passion and, and a tenacity, but also such a gentleness and such a like patience. Like I, I like the way she speaks because she doesn't really rush things. She doesn't really run into things. She doesn't really go like blurt out everything to you. But she really kind of takes you through like at a at a pace that's like you feel like you breathing you feel like you on a guided tour like you ever been to like a place and they give you a guided tour and they kind of walk with you like that's how it feels when she's speaking it feels like she's taking you on a guided tour to whatever concept she's trying to show you to and i just love it i love her um and i love her relationship with preston they're so funny they have a podcast together as well and they are so funny they just bounce off of each other's uh, each other's energy she reminds me a lot of my sister as well and um they're just really cool people i also really like their the group that they're with because like i said like a lot of these creators you have to really find a community of people who are like i said like-minded and so they a lot of these creators actually have like communities of people who have a similar vision and create similar content and so with the perrys they actually have like friends who are in the videography business friends who are in the worship music business friends who are in the uh, poetry business that's where some of their friends are too and so it's just cool to see the ways that they all kind of intermingle and connect and stuff like that in order to create what they do and to encourage one another and you can tell that they made a lot of really close friendships based off of the passionate things the things that they pursue passionately and that's something that my dad told me one time he told me he said hannah don't worry about trying he said this in specifically in relationship to like wanting to have a significant other but he said don't worry about trying to find somebody he said what you need to do is focus on doing what you enjoy like go do the things that you love to do and you're gonna find people who love doing those same things and i feel like that is very much replicated or is reflected in the lives of Jackie and Preston Perry is that they pursued what they love to do and they're still doing that and they're finding a community of people and developing a community of people who are very like-minded and have similar loved and passions and ideas and similar goals as that and i think that that's the best way to form a community is to have something shared in common that you're going toward and be like all right let's do this you know what i mean and let's help each other out as we're doing it and they just have a very unique way of expressing their purposeful way of being designed by god like i think that all of these people just have a, a way of of showing god in such unique ways and the the Perrys definitely show God in a very unique way through their own individual stories and their own individual struggles, as well as their own individual um, pursuits. Because while they do have a lot of things that they do in common, their whole entire um, visions and missions aren't necessarily exactly the same. It intertwines and intermingles, but like Preston is somebody who does like on the street ministry where he like literally goes up to people and like evangelizes to them and, and talks to them and stuff like that. I think it's a what is it? A, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's like when you go out on the streets and you're talking to people and it's kind of like discipleship, but it starts with an A and I forgot what it's called. But he does that. And Jackie is like her personality is so opposite of that, that she doesn't even enjoy thinking about doing things like that. She does things in her own way. And so I just think it's really cool to see that, like, just because people don't have the exact same profession as you or the exact same 
like passions as you that your passions can actually intertwine in different ways and they still even do like poetry together like i've watched a couple of their poetry um i've watched a couple of their poetry videos and it's really beautiful one of the ones that i love the most and this is not by them but this is actually by their friend jeanette she has a poem called i will wait and it's one of the best poems i've ever listened to in my entire life like it's a poem about waiting for um marriage and it's just really cool and i'm not going to talk too much about it because i really want you to enjoy the full effect of it but it's amazing it is one of my best like videos i've ever seen and i also created an entire playlist based off of that video like i have a playlist now on youtube titled i will wait and it's just filled with a bunch of videos of things that i'm like man like one day i want to have that or like god I, I hope to eventually develop this in some way in my life the way that you have designed for me and so i'll just save it to that i will wait uh playlist and it's like i'm gonna wait on that like when i'm watching a video and i see like you know these people being very close with their friends and i'm like man i really want a close group of friends like that or when i see people really in their bag like these people i'm like dang i really want to develop something like that let me put this in my i will wait you know playlist and so yeah that's something that i've done recently because of that you of, of that poetry that i saw but it's just really cool they also have a just worship thing that they do so they is basically like a a way for them to give a platform to various worship artists and so they have this that they host in their own households where they set kind of the stage up and they have people doing a just a, a worship where moment well i they did one they did it before like in actual public settings like they did it on like actual like in actual um facilities but i think because of the pandemic they had to do it in their household so i'll link that as well but i think the three things that i mainly want to link from them is the baby shower video which is one of the funniest videos i've ever seen like i said they're the way that their friends interact with one another like you're just gonna you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like this is the most wholesome content i've ever seen on the youtube like it literally is just so wholesome and feeling and i honestly go back to it every now and then just to watch it just because i have such fond feelings for it um and then the just worship i'll also link as well that's a really great um thing to listen to like if you're cleaning or just doing something and you want to kind of just get into the spirit or you want to just fill up you know what i mean great thing to listen to and then i also link the poetry i'll try to find some of the ones specific that they did that i liked but that jackie and um, preston did that i liked but i also linked the i will wait one because that one is really good um and yeah i think that jackie and preston are like two of my favorite favorite youtubers honestly all these people are my favorite youtubers but they're two of my favorite youtubers like i literally wait for the moment that they post and when they do i get so excited to watch what they have because i'm just genuinely somebody who really appreciates the content that they that they produce and while i do love the content of everybody else too it's something about jackie and preston that it just has a special place in my heart that i'm literally like i get so excited to see what they have to say um, and I think that they're just a very beautiful couple and a very beautiful family who does really great things for God. And I think whenever I see people who are in their bag doing what God designed them to do, how he designed them to do it, I think that that just inspires me and it makes me want to be like, yo, God, what do you design me to do? And let me do that with all of my ability. Um, y'all, it's been an hour and I'm not even done we getting there though we getting there though all right we on the last we on the last two 
The last two is Molly Music and Jonathan McReynolds. I have been listening to a lot of them recently because they recently came out with an album called Johnny and Molly, which I'll also link below. But Johnny and Molly is the collaboration that I did not ask for, but I did not know I needed. I did not ask for this collaboration, but I did not know that I needed it this much. Like I did not know that this collaboration would be something that would literally be the epitome of the music I would listen to for a while. They have a couple of songs that I'll link as well, such as Jump Ship, Moving On, Adulting. They have really good like chemistry as far as music making the way that they collaborate the songs that they're creating i don't know it's okay here's the thing molly we've loved molly for a while right molly music is somebody who i mean i just have so many great things to say about him honestly i'll link some of his music that i love songs such as royalty um beautiful i think is another song that i love by him um what's another song i love I'll just link any other songs I can think of down below. But Molly Music, he is somebody who is just, he, special place in my heart. Like I literally carved out a piece of my heart for Molly Music because, not carved out. That sounds so disgusting. But like, you know how you make space in your heart for, well, I guess I should only be making space for God. But Molly Music is somebody that I love. Let me just leave it at that. I'm going to stop with the exaggerations and the hyperboles. Molly Music is somebody that I appreciate. And I found him a, a long time ago. Like it was literally probably like ninth grade, maybe 10th grade that I found Molly. No, it was probably, no, it wasn't like, yeah, it was probably like ninth or 10th grade that I found Molly music. And I just fell in love with his music. I fell in love with um, him as a person. And I think that he is somebody who is just so uniquely himself. Once again, these same qualities of just being funny and uplifting and telling beautiful stories. He has this one song called... Um, John, I think it's Johnny and Donna, I think it's called. Yeah, Johnny and Donna. And it tells this story of this couple that just like, you know, wanted it to be and it didn't really work out. And when you listen to it, it's like, yo, how did you come up with this whole entire story that you're telling through a song? Like, you're mad gifted, bro. You're really gifted. And I think that it's just really cool. He has amazing vocals like the little riffs that he does it's unlike anyone i've ever heard honestly the way that his voice actually sounds like i've never heard anyone who sounds like that like has the same like tonation and inflection and the same like pit like it's just the way in which his vibrato is and the everything that he does in his music is something i've never heard before and I don't hear it often. He has this like almost raspiness, like this almost fried kind of voice, which is really interesting because his voice when he speaks doesn't really sound like that, but he sings like that and it's really cool. And so I think that what really I love and, it, and what really connects me to his music is the fact that his music is really relatable. His music is so unique and I've never heard it before that it makes me want to continue listening. And I've been finding a lot recently that people who I really love are people who are really unique. Like I've been finding a lot of people and just admiring like, dang, 
Like, how did you become so unique in what you do? And of course, like everybody always takes inspiration from other people, but it's what you do with that inspiration. Are you taking that inspiration and then copying that same exact thing? Or are you taking that inspiration and doing it the way that God has designed you to do it, right? And I think that that's what life is, is taking everything around us, inputting it, and then outputting it the way God designed for us to do. And so I think that that's what he does very beautifully. He's very funny and has a cool sense of humor. I also really love his laugh. Um, he's really good at storytelling, like I already mentioned. Through his songs, he has a beautiful way of just making you feel emotional and making you feel the story that he's trying to convey. He's very good at like literally like writing like lyricist like he's good at writing songs but then he's also good at the instrumentation of songs as well and so I don't know who he has on his team over there playing all them instruments but they they cranking down bro they cranking down because the music alone is enough to make a grown man cry um and then I just like how he's uniquely himself. Like he is just authentically himself. He be rolling up on stage wearing some of the goofiest looking stuff. You would think it would look goofy, but he actually pulls it off. And it kind of reminds me of Mr. Brown from um <laughs> from Meet the Browns cuz it's like sometimes he be matching stuff and you like that don't really go together, but like if you like it, then that's cool. And I just like that he is already confident in himself and he likes what he wears and therefore he looks good in what he wears because he likes it and he thinks it looks good. And I love that. And I honestly have become more interested in his fashion choices and I look at it and I'm like, you know what? I actually see where he was going with that. Like I actually see like the direction. I like it. And when I was listening to, I'll get to the collaboration in a minute, but when I was listening to him and Molly, Mew, I mean, him and Johnny or Jonathan McReynolds, Johnny, aka Jonathan McReynolds, um, also known as Johnny Mac, as Kev on stage calls him. But when I was listening to them, literally, like, it was just so, it was just so funny because they were I forgot what they were doing but it was just so they were literally like just bouncing off each other's energy and it was so funny and he was like squatting and popping and squatting on stage like popping and locking I'm like what are you doing <laughs> it is just so funny I love people who just are themselves and man it's just really beautiful to see that it's really beautiful to see people who just do what they need to do how they need to do it and it's really cool um on to Jonathan McReynolds. Jonathan McReynolds is somebody who definitely has been a staple in my um gospel music because I I just think he has really good good music and um he has a lot of beautiful songs. He's a great guitarist, he's a great singer. He like his vocals are just you don't have the vocals like he does. Kamari, even though you may think you might have the vocals, you don't have the vocals like Johnny Mac, okay? So Jonathan McReynolds has beautiful vocals and I absolutely love the songs that he writes. I will link some of the songs below, but some of the songs I love by him is like No Gray um what's another one it's not i can't even think right now because it's like one o'clock but yeah he has a lot of wonderful songs i'll link those but they're really great and so this collaboration between the two of them is just beautiful and might i add i just want to say something that i'm noticing right now is that kev on stage has actually been a connection point like he's the one that's causing a crossover between all these people like kev on stage has done crossover videos with Tabitha Brown. Kev on stage has done crossover videos with 
belief in fatherhood and with, you know, Glenn and Yvette, Kev on stage has also done, well, he hasn't done anything with the the Perrys yet. He hasn't done anything with Jackie Hill and Preston yet, but he also has done crossover stuff with Jonathan McReynolds. Like they have this whole little beef thing. Oh my gosh, I have to put that on here too. Um, I'm going to put the beef between Kev and John, Johnny, because literally like it's the funniest thing. They just go back and forth with each other with these little videos. And when Jonathan had given Kev's grandma this pie, I mean, I kid you not, all hell broke loose. It was just so funny. But yeah. And there's also a video where they're interrogating him about certain questions. And um, Jonathan pulls out this kind of surprise move that they weren't anticipating. And it's just really, really funny. It's <laughs> there. And you could tell that they're really good friends. Like they be up in each other's comments, supporting each other. Like I'll, I was looking at the YouTube comments one day of one of the songs that Jonathan McReynolds had done and how he was performing in this certain place. And like Kev was one of the, like the first people to comment on there and like, you know, um, say something really encouraging to him and so I just really think that like that's I I think that's a cool relationship to have banter but also to be really close with the people that you love and so those are the things I love about Johnny and I keep calling him Johnny those are the things that I love about Jonathan McReynolds and Molly separately but together they have become Johnny and Molly and can I just say the name Johnny and Molly already is ringing a bell like whoever was on the marketing team for that bam you get a raise because I don't know who's gonna give you the raise it's not me but you're you get a raise because that was just the perfect combination and then even their album cover is beautiful like the album cover with both of their faces kind of etched out is just really dope it's a really cool concept and they actually have like a Johnny and Molly live um which I'm gonna link as well because it was a really cool experience to watch them kind of go through some of the songs that they've performed and it was just really cool to see them perform together like they have really cool chemistry and I even remember hearing a story about how they developed the song Moving On which was on one of his albums on one of Jonathan McReynolds albums that Molly Music was featured on um it was a song called Moving On and that was this was before they became like the duo that they are now um just a little bit beforehand they created this song called Moving On and basically they had the concept and the idea for it and they were literally in a hotel room creating this just authentically like they were they cleared out the closet they made it like a little sound booth so they could record this real quick they literally recorded it right then and there and it was straight on the album like I was like that's so dope for you to be able to be so in your bag that like y'all can just on the spot kind of create something natural something authentic and it literally moved my heart the way it did like that song moving on has been helping me through so many seasons it helped me when i graduated from from um fsw it helped me when i was leaving my roommates and stuff like that like literally like that song just reminds me every time i hear it that i'm moving on i know my rear view can't compare to what god will do with my life i am forgetting what's behind me i have finally decided or I have finally realized that I'll be moving on. Like when they have that combination, it's just something about them working together that just blows my mind. Um, it surprises even me sometimes. Uh, <laughs> if you get that reference, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Okay. Um, I, yeah. And so I, hold on. I'm trying to write something down. Okay. But yeah. 
I really love Johnny and Molly as a duo and the songs that they create together are just beautiful one that I recently heard was jump ship and I just thought it was beautiful they have a really good way of harmonizing with each other and their onstage chemistry is spectacular like they have this way of like communicating telepathically to just vibe with one another in a way that's so beautiful and the best way I can explain that is when they did an NPR tiny desk at home concert and it was for Christmas and they were singing these various christmas carols but and i'm not a big christmas carol person like bear with me but like i'm not that person who wants to just i'm running to christmas music but the way that when kamari sent this to me the way that i ran to this and i literally listened to that today and it's january it's january and i listened to that play i listened to that whole entire thing today why because it was beautiful like it was just the way that they sing and how they sing and what they're singing about is just so cool. And the way that they give glory to God, but then also are just so talented in the way that God has gifted them. It's just like, man, and when Jonathan does that little run and the bass is like doing the little run with him, it's just something so beautiful about that. And each of them has their own unique sound and their own unique way of singing but when they come together it does something it's just the it's the perfect duo bro it's the perfect duo it's like me and kamari being best friends like we have our own different things that we do but when we come together bro we make it work and that's exactly what johnny and molly do and you can tell that they're actually close in real life like they're just really they're really dope i like how synced they are on stage it's really dope um and you don't often see collaborations that are as um that are as like i don't know just genuine as this you don't see a lot of collaborations that are as uniquely and authentically just dope as these are and so i just think that that's really cool that they you know they have that type of friendship looking i don't know if it actually is a friendship but they have the type of collaboration that they do and it's really dope and so i'll also link all of those down below i would highly suggest listening to the npr at home concert again because first of all just even the aesthetic vibe of it like just visually it was really aesthetic and they were just really like the scene and kind of what they were wearing was just very like cohesive it looked really nice and so even just the visual aesthetic of it was beautiful but man when they were laying down on the tracks bro i said god look at you like if the angels don't seem like this in heaven <laughs> i'm just joking i'm just joking but yeah so i absolutely love molly music and jonathan McReynolds, and um yeah they just they are people who constantly inspire me and make me laugh and i think that um both of them inspire me in different ways i think jonathan McReynolds inspires me by just encouraging me to to worship god with a pure heart like when i hear him sing and i hear him doing all those runs and stuff like that it just makes me say like god doesn't just want you to sound one way when you're singing like if you can do runs do runs for the lord run to galilee for the lord like if you can jump up and down the spectrum of or different octaves if you can run up and down the keyboard if you can run up and down the guitar do it because you know that's that's how you worship god and so i just really am inspired in my worship to god through jonathan McReynolds. and then as far as molly music i love him and he inspires me to just be myself every time i see him i'm like i'm reminded like hannah don't worry about what you wear and don't worry about what you look like like you if you look in the mirror and you say i look good 
when you walk out of this house, don't act like you don't look good because you do look good. You looked in the mirror and you saw yourself and you said, I look good enough to go. And so if you look in your mirror and you say, I look good enough to go, then you need to be content with that. And I need to remind myself of that. And so it just makes me, when I look at Molly music, it makes me say like, I'm just going to be myself. And if I look in the mirror and I say, I look good, then I look good. And that's it. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody going to tell me. And I'm not going to tell myself that I don't look good because I do. And so I love you, Molly music. And I love you, Jonathan McReynolds. And y'all collaborating together has been the best thing since sliced cheese. I don't know why people say that sliced cheese wasn't even really that cool. Like, to be honest, if we didn't have sliced cheese, i think we could live um but anywho don't at me for that don't at me for that if you have something to say please do not at me (laughs) but yeah okay so that is jonathan mcreynolds and molly music separately but also together and man i'm getting tired but i have one more to go so this last person is actually the one who inspired this entire conversation today it's kind of been building up because i've been like just loving all these people and just having all this love to share but like this person that i was watching today and their community of people that they're with it just inspired me to actually sit down and list out these are the people that inspire me and it is toby yo toby i just i don't want to mess up your name bro but it's n-w-i-g-e And I know I heard how it was pronounced, but I just don't know how to actually physically pronounce it. So I'm just going to call him Toby. Um, But Toby, I mean, there is something about Toby that is just irreplaceable, honestly. He is somebody who is so... I, I hate to say so unique because it's like, oh, they're so unique. They're so unique. But like these people are genuinely so unique. Like I've never seen anybody like them before. And Toby is one of those people. I was introduced to him a while ago. Like I remember being in, I think it was 11th grade when my friend Nate showed me one of his songs. And he was like, Hannah, like, I think you'll like this guy. Um, he popped up in my, you know, daily mix and he, I think that he's Christian. I think you'll like him. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll check him out. So I listened to him. I actually ended up liking Toby and I was like, yo, like this dude has mad bars. Like I like him. And so I started listening to some of his music, but then I kind of similar to belief in fatherhood. I kind of just fell out of it. Cause I was like, ah, not really feeling it. Then I found his channel once again today because i was watching something um on kev on stage's channel which i'm telling you kev on stage is like literally like the platform through which a lot of these people are able to connect and i think that that's just really cool that kev is not necessarily always the front stage entertainer but he has created such a a a huge media presence that there are so many people able to connect and to see other people through him and so i was reminded once again of toby through kev on stage and so i looked him up and i started kind of watching some of his content and man was i just inspired by not only this is this is what i love about toby let me tell you something i love toby because everything he does is truly a movement like he puts into such eloquent words him and the group that he's with put into such eloquent words what me and my best friend talk about all the time and so it's him toby he has a wife named fat i don't think that's her actual name i think it's just shortened for something or it might be a nickname and then his friend who's also his producer is nell 
and Nell has a husband named Corey. And so they're all kind of like a community and they all kind of just work together and, and create this whole thing of what it is. What I love about Toby is that it's truly a family affair. He actually has in his brand name on his um, merch website is actually a shirt or there's also a shirt, but there's also a, a sweatshirt that says it's a family affair. And you can really see that. You can really see that like what they do, they do as a family because literally his kids are right there with him on stage. His kids are right there with him um, on tour. His wife is right beside him, not only being a helping ham, but also participating. Like she even raps and she even is on stage with them performing and stuff like that. And it's just a really cool vibe. He has great music. His lyrics are absolutely amazing. Like I sit there and I have to listen to his songs multiple times just to understand the first five seconds of what he's saying. Like it's not that you don't understand it because the lyrics are right there, but it's just like he he has a flow that's just so sick it's so dope and it goes so quickly that it's so power packed you can't even catch everything on the first run you have to run it back multiple times in order to break apart what is he actually saying in this moment and there's so many quotes that he says that i'm just like yo you really wrecked me with that you really wrecked me with that i'm gonna link some of the videos that i was watching today of him i actually made an entire playlist called to be or not Toby, get it? <laughs> to to be or not Toby, because his name's Toby. Okay, well, I made a whole playlist of things that I really liked from him because he just was so inspirational. His music is inspirational. His Him and his conversations, like the conversations that him and Nell and Fat have are actually really like amazing conversations it's just about it's about the same old stuff that we all know as black people but the way in which they speak about it makes you hopeful and it makes you want to be a part of a movement right and even I remember fat saying in one of the videos and I'm gonna link this video because she was talking about everybody can't be on the front lines like um hold on let me write that down so I can remember to link it. But no, it wasn't fat. It was Nell. Nell was like, everybody's not called to be um, on the front lines. Everybody's not called to run to the protest. Everybody's not called to be an activist. We all, she said, when you know your identity, you're able to fully act in that and actually affect change in that area because you know who you are and what you're doing and that just inspired me to want to be like who am I and what am I doing you know what I mean and I was just like yo I love this and so they just had a lot of really dope conversations I watched a, a lot a lot of videos today from them because I was just so inspired by it so I'm gonna break it down into different categories there's the videos that they have which are music videos um and then there's the videos that they have where they're just talking about different topics or they're talking about how the the song was created so there's a lot of videos where they're talking about just in general various topics and those type of videos I really like because they're very eloquent speakers especially Nell and Toby and Nell and Toby are really close you can tell but the but fat doesn't really speak as much but when she does speak it's always power punched and it's like sometimes you feel like oh well why isn't fat speaking like she's just being silent but really she just doesn't have anything to add until she has something to add and then when she has something to add she adds it and it's like okay cool and then she adds it and it's always powerful like it's always 
a, a, a power punch and Nell is just very outspoken very funny her and Toby bounce off of each other's energy a lot you could tell that they're like really good friends because they just like have this flow they're very instinct and it's really funny um and they joke around a lot with each other it's a lot of banter it's a lot of banter you know what I mean and so I love their um I love their like relationships all all of them and they just have a really close group friendship that you can tell is is really meaningful and so yeah I watched a lot of those type of videos where it was kind of thematic it was topical and then I also watched a lot of their um videos of like their songs and so from their songs I actually made a whole nother playlist on Spotify of just various songs that remind me of how my blackness is beautiful and so I liked that and I was like I'm gonna make a playlist and I added a bunch of different songs on there that I like that remind me that um to be just that like black is joy and that it's it's good and it's fun and it's loving and it's a great playlist um but yeah so basically I watched a lot of their music videos and I like their music videos because first of all you have to dissect it on different layers so there is the visual layer where you have to watch it back multiple times to understand the visual concept that's going on but the visual concept is not very overpowering or confusing it's very simple but it's just there's so much to observe in the videos that you really have to take your time to watch it it's not like something that you're just like oh it, they were just acting out exactly what happens in the song but like you have to actually like watch it to like to, to really feel the vibe and to really feel the direction creative direction that they were going that's one thing about them is they have intense creative direction like they are just very creative people and the things that they think of are amazing and I'm like, yo, if y'all can think of this and y'all just human, like, isn't that crazy how we can think of these things and we're just human? Like, we ain't even God. God is the one who gave us these brains. Imagine how much more creative God's brain is at the fact that we're able to create dope stuff like this. And then we serve a God who literally created us to create dope stuff like this. Imagine how much more powerful and how much more creative he is like that's just insane but anywho their music videos are dope the visuals are definitely really interesting you have to pay very close attention to but then also the song lyrics ex itself you it's one of those things you just have to keep listening to it over and over again until you can really dissect what is he saying and there's so many different powerful lines that he said like i'm trying to recall one but my brain is blanking on me but it's just like i'm going back like i there's no way that I can just be like, okay, well, I watched the videos. I'm done. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go find somebody else to watch. Like, no, I'm definitely like going back, watching these again, looking at them deeply, listening to the songs again, like trying to figure out what's going on because I just love it. And I, I love his vibe of his music. I love the aesthetic that he goes for. I love that it's something I've never really seen before, like the way that he does his hair and things that he wears and the just different things that he does is very unique. And I can tell that he gets a lot of inspiration from a lot of different people and a lot of different artists, but also he creates it to be his own. And I think that is really cool. And I think that like I was mentioning with Kev and with Tab and, you know, with just everybody else who's creative is that they all find people who are in like 
mindsets. And so the people that they are surrounding themselves with are people who are like-minded. And that's exactly who he surrounded himself with. He surrounded himself with Fat, who's his wife. And he surrounded himself with Nell, who's his producer and friend. And he surrounded himself with a community of people who genuinely um, enjoy doing and and pursuing what he enjoys doing and pursuing and they are all very honest with one another straight up and they just kind of tell it how it is and i really like that they also have a very funny interactions with each other and just very funny humor sense of humor um and it's very wholesome because they're not constantly cussing people out you know what i mean and every now and then you know there's mention of things that might be slightly kind of like oh okay you know what i mean but at the same time it's like um not like mentioned in the songs like he might say you know a couple of cuss words or something but overall i think that that just is a testament to what he's trying to convey like i think that it's not something it's not so much about what he's saying in that specific like word but more so what is he saying in this line what is he saying in this like verse you know what i mean um and so yeah but his stuff isn't very heavy on like cussing like there's very very rarely any cuss words um and i just think that it's very honest and relatable material that they through their storytelling in their songs and in their videos and in the things that they discuss honestly i think they should have a podcast because they're just really dope but they through what they do you can definitely tell that like they know what it's like and and they're they're conveying that they know what it's like and they talk about what it's like to be in a pandemic they talk about what it's like to be black and i just think it's really cool they are definitely authentically themselves um they're really good at storytelling through visual and through music very similar to belief in fatherhood but with a different perspective um i think that actually belief in fatherhood and toby are very similar in that belief in fatherhood their mission is to equip fathers to encourage mothers and to or give hope to mothers and to inspire children right and toby's vision is very similar in that he wants to just show people a different perspective of what blackness looks like and what fatherhood looks like and i think that he does a very great job of that and both of them believe in fatherhood and toby both create content like music specifically for memories and so when he had his daughter sage he created a, a song for that and had a video for that when he um did i say when he created his daughter sage when he when they had their daughter sage okay um <laughs> and just like how you know when glenn always creates songs regarding the memories of him and his sons and so i just think that it's a very beautiful um just way of creating man it's just <sighs> i just love good content and i love good things that you could just be constantly just inspired by it and you know what like i'll say a couple of dis i'll say a couple of things like one youtube isn't always the best you know sometimes you get in these splurges and you just end up wasting your time and you just end up in a hole but like sometimes you just come across some great stuff and it's just like man that that was amazing you know that is what i i love to see that's baroque that's <laughs> that's renaissance that's baroque that's what i love to see you know and i just love seeing people who are in their bag and who enjoy doing what they do and are great at doing what they do that is what inspires me to enjoy doing what i do and to be great at what i do number two i'll say that you know people will always argue 
that, you know, oh, this person ain't doesn't really have a relationship with God. This person does whatever, whatever, whatever. But what I will say is this. I don't know what their relationships with God are like. All I know is my relationship with God. All I know is my heart posture. And I know that when I'm watching these videos, I am constantly inspired to remember, to recognize, to acknowledge, to love my father God. And it honestly causes me to even be patient because of the men that I see in these videos who are just so loving. It causes me to be patient so that I'm not just rushing into a relationship, but I'm like, no, I want someone who loves me like that. Like when I was watching Toby and interact with his wife and interacting with fat, man, it was just like, I was like, I want someone who loves me like that, who is so expressive of their love towards me and who I'm able to have real and honest conversations with. And we're able to develop the words to communicate with one another. Like there was a specific video in which I watched and I was like, like, that's exactly how Kamari and I communicate. Like we hit a rough patch. We talk about what did you think? What did I think? What was your perspective? What did, what was my perspective? Now let's come to a, 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 a conclusion of what we going to do. You know what I mean? And I was watching that video and I was just like, that's exactly what they did. They had a rough moment and Fat didn't like something that he did. And they had kind of a little bit of a moment of arguing um, or disagreeing more so. And then they came to a conclusion and then she was like, well, you know what? Like, how about this? And they developed language for how they were going to communicate. And and she they came up with some cheesy uh nicknames for each other and so or like pet names you know how couples be calling each other like oh pookie poo or whatever uh that's not what they call each other but you know what i mean <laughs> pookie poo is not one bye bookie um anywho but they came up with like little pet names for each other and and they were like okay like whenever you know you call me this then that means i know that i need to step it up like i know i need to i need to give it my best and so because he i think that he had called her out for something publicly and it was a little bit embarrassing for her because she thought that she was doing what she needed to be doing and then he called her out and then she was like well I was doing what you told me to do like I was doing what I, what needed to be done why are you calling me out in public and so they developed these like little names for each other so that when they call each other those names they know that like this is referencing to the previous conversation that they had and that they kind of need to be reminded to like de-escalate the situation a little bit and I love that and I feel like that's something that Kamari and I do like literally even with our thing when we say beboop like that's us communicating and saying like hey I want to speak you know what I mean like like that I just I love I love that and so I think that honestly all of these people Tabitha Brown and her family Kev on stage and his family belief in fatherhood with Glenn and Yvette Toby and his family Molly Music and Jonathan McReynolds uh and Jackie and Preston Perry and their family all of them are creating a movement and this movement I see is just people who are uplifting their community through humor, through storytelling, through being uniquely themselves, through wholesome and honest content, and through creative direction. And I find that beautiful. And that is something that I want to do. I don't know what and how, but I aspire to be like that, not in the same way that they are, but in my own right, right? Because I don't think that the entertainment industry is necessarily for me. I'm going to be real. 
But I think that there are so many ways in which they've inspired me to think about my own personal passions and profession and be like, how can I implement these things that I love? How can I uplift my community through humor, through storytelling, through uniquely being myself, through wholesome and honest content and through being creative, right? And that looks like me doing that with my family. That looks like me doing that with my students. That looks like me doing that in my teaching. Um, and just in the very ways that I am just myself, I want to be the humorous storytelling, uniquely and authentically wholesome, funny, creative Hannah. That's what I want to be. And I want to continue growing and developing as a human being so that I can continue getting to that level of being the most authentic version of myself. I want to be the Hannah that is blackity black, black as, um, I was listening to this song. I don't. I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Pretty, Pretty Brown Skin by Maverick City Music. And featured on it is like this guy named Eugene. And um, I think it was actually his song, but like they uh, put it on one of their albums. And he says in the song, first things first, I'm blackity black black. And like, you know what? First things first, I'm actually like a child of God. I'm godly. But um, <laughs> second things second, I'm blackity black black. And I just want to be authentically myself and, you know, and to be who I am in order to uplift those around me. And I just, I want to tap into that, man. I want to keep it going. And I feel like they've truly inspired a movement. And, you know, it made me think about like myself. And I was like, yo, I said, Hannah, you can't start a movement if you don't start walking right? All these people have been walking. These people have been walking for, for, for a while now. A lot of them are in their 30s, early 30s, late 30s, early 40s, and they have been walking. They have been walking in the spirit. They have been walking toward their vision. They have been on a mission walking toward what they see and what they dream. And I was like, Hannah, if you want to start a movement, you cannot just sit here. You have to start walking. And I think for me, walking right now looks like walking by the spirit. I can't do nothing till I get my spirit right. I can't do nothing till I'm connected with the Holy Spirit and we on one accord. Because how he going to tell me what I need to do if I don't even, if I'm not even listening to him, if I'm not even on one accord with him? How's that going to work? It's not. So I have to start walking. And I think that walking, like I said, right now, looks like me walking in the spirit. And it's always going to be me walking in the spirit. But right now, it looks like me focusing on how do I get to that level of walking on a track with the Holy Spirit. Um, and I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, yeah. And so I, I just think that they are all in their bag. <laughs> and I love that they all have different communities that they are a part of, but they have communities that are like-minded. I think that's another thing is like, I think that's, I'm, I'm going to start taking some notes because this is going to be helpful for me to know. But basically what I'm finding that I love is people who uplift, so I'm writing this down, uplift community through humor storytelling, uniquely being yourself, wholesome and honest content and creative direction. Mm. That's what I love. 
And on top of that, I love, I think that in order to get to that level of being able to uplift your community in those ways, you have to first get in your bag as an individual. As an individual. Meaning, find what you enjoy. Like, what do you like? Who are you? What do you represent? Right? So, or, and also, what do you believe in, too? Do you believe in? So, you have to get in your own bag as an individual. You have to say to yourself, who am I? What do I believe in? What do I want to do? What am I passionate about? What are my thoughts? What are my desires, right? And how do they align with God? What does my relationship with God look like? Like, all of this in alignment with God, right? Who has God designed me to be? I think that's the biggest question, is who has God designed me to be because at the end of the day if you don't know who God's designed you to be you're gonna be struggling and I think that that's why a lot of these people are successful because they have found and discovered and really crafted these characteristics of who God has designed them to be you know God has designed Kev to be a comedian God has designed and not just that he does so many other different things but like like he has designed them for these roles that they are in you know, he has designed Glenn to be a great father. He has designed Toby to be a wonderful and, and masterful artist. Like, I kid you not, he's designed these people for this. And so I just think that it's beautiful. And I think that you have to recognize, is what you're doing giving God glory or giving you glory? Because while I am still applauding these people for the creativity that they are and, and sharing how much I love them, ultimately everything points back to the creator ultimately throughout this multiple times you have heard me mentioning like this is what god like this is how cool god is is that he created these people this is how wonderful my god is this is the way that they shine the light of god this is the way they've inspired me to grow closer to god so ultimately it all reflects back on god right okay so you have to get in your bag as an individual i think the second step is finding a community of like-minded individuals <laughs> finding a community or more so, not necessarily just finding, but I would say finding and cultivating. Because you can't just find them and expect it to all work out. You have to find and cultivate a community of like-minded individuals. And so, you know, I feel like I've already started cultivating somewhat of that community, like with my best friend and with Jasmine, I think that we've already begun cultivating a community in which we all kind of share very similar like um, experiences. Also, not the same, but similar in some respects experiences. We have similar viewpoints and thoughts and passions. And so we definitely are people who get it done. Like that's one thing that I like, I always look ahead to the future and I'm always like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Like God cannot give me a vision because I will literally try to do it all right now. And so I think that's why I don't, I don't know a specific vision, but I know that like I want to teach and stuff like that. And that's a great thing to do. Like 
I think is wonderful, but I just don't think that that's it. I don't think that that's all I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I definitely know God is going to lead me in other paths as well. And I think that teaching is going to be like education is going to be a part of that, but I don't know quite what it is yet. He hasn't, we haven't had a meeting with that yet. Like I, I put it on his desk for him to review, you know, like I had the paper there for him to fill out. Um, and he didn't really, um, fill it out yet he said that we would have a meeting um sometime in the near future he'd have to put me on his schedule pencil me in so i was like okay you know like you know i'll have to see what my schedule looks like god but like we can definitely like you know collaborate <laughs> sometime soon and just you know come together about this but no i'm just joking but really what it is is that i have an intense passion to take the community of people that i have in my intimate circle and really do wonderful things with them like i love my family and i love my friends so much jasmine and kamari so much and like we're just all people who just like i feel like we work well together while i would not want to work with them like every day all day i feel like we do work well together i feel like we are all coming to the point where we can understand how to operate with one another and i think the next step after learning how to operate with one another is learning how to work together as i'm just excited to see how that goes because even us doing like that picnic and we had a whole vision for the picnic that we wanted to do and we literally set that thing up and it was great and it was it was wonderful and like kamari and i having a vision for what we wanted to do at oxford and then literally going and doing it like i just i love the way that we say this is what we want to do and we go and do it. And I think that that is the community of like-minded individuals. That you're able to say, we have this similar goal. We have these similar things we want to do. Let's go get it done. So you have to get in your bag as an individual. Because if you're not in your bag, what are you contributing? And if you're if you're not in your bag, you're not going to be able to find other people who are going to be like-minded. Because like-minded people are with like-minded people. So until you become a like-minded person, you can't be with like-minded people, right? Okay. Then you got to find and um cultivate a community of like-minded individuals and i think that that is just through i think that happens honestly organically i don't think that you can force that like i don't think that you can force people to have a community that's as strong as that i also think that it happens as you're pursuing your passions like i think that as you are pursuing as you're pursuing pursuing passions i think that as you're pursuing your passions you start finding areas where your passions kind of inter inter are interwoven with someone else's passions like for example kamari and i both are very like um idealistic about various like books and stuff that we want to write like we have a lot of ideas about um different series and and books and stuff like that that we kind of want to write and eventually want to have like written and i think that as you have those like kind of ideas like those are things that we both are like interested in not necessarily passionate about but we are interested in and i think that it could develop into a passion one day but the things that we are passionate about we are able to actually do together which is really cool so yeah i just love that so finding a and cultivating a community of like-minded individuals happens organically and i think it happens as you're pursuing your passions because you start to find people who are similarly passionate about the same things that you are and so i think that those are the two ways that you're able to uplift the community is to get in your bag cultivate that community and i guess there's one more step after you cultivate your community 
It's about, um, I would just say create. That's literally the last step. Create. Like, what you create speaks for itself. And you don't have to do a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo. What you create, I'm going to write that down. What you create speaks for itself. And I think that that is how you end up uplifting the community. You get in your bag, you cultivate a community, and you start creating, get to pumping. And, you know, another thing is, like, I don't like when people are like, you need to grind, you need to grind, you need to grind. But, like, also, I feel like a lot of the people that I'm currently watching are grinding in some way. I mean, they're not, like, going overboard. But they're grinding in some way, and I think that they're at the stage in life to be grinding. Like, I think sometimes when you're grinding at 19, it's kind of like different than if you're grinding at 30 because at 30 you're kind of in the prime of your your pursuits of your passions most people are but when you're 19 it's like what are you grinding for like you're just really going overboard and so sometimes I have to remind myself like this is not all gonna happen today you know what I mean like this is stuff that you enjoy and that you hope to see one day but it's not all gonna happen today you need to get through (laughs) this semester first you need to get through what you need to get through you know what I mean and so yeah I just think that's really cool and because I can see their visions and their missions I I just see their passions for what they do so clearly and it just makes me want to get behind what they do like honestly I was already ready to buy every single uh of Toby's um vinyl records because I was just like yo you're doing it you know what I mean it's like you instantly want to just like help them out you instantly not even just help them out but you instantly want to contribute to the community that they're they're building like it's not really me helping them out because I'm also getting something out of it too. So it's like a mutual exchange, you know what I mean? And I just think it's really dope. And I really love that type of interaction because I just think it's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I just am grateful for the way that these people have contributed to my growth. And they don't even know it. The The crazy thing is they don't even know the impact that they've had on my life. And while, you know, they've had a lot of impact on everybody's life, it's just really cool to note that like, the impact that you've had on people's life. I think it's really dope. And um, yeah, they're just really cool. The literal definitions of being in your bag. So I will go back to these um, statements that I said, kind of just to cap it off. Um, these people that I love, I, 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 they have a special place in my heart. They uplift community through humor storytelling through uniquely being themselves through wholesome and honest content and through creative direction and the way that they got here is number one by being in their bag as an individual by finding and cultivating a community of like-minded individuals and by creating and another thing i wanted to say is that their brands listen to me i'm about to be a pastor i'm about to preach i'm about to come with the alliteration their brands their boldness their beliefs their blackness it inspires me and I'm like I like that it's a movement it's a movement truly